All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano. I am here again with another pretty outstanding, amazing guest. This has been a long time coming of us to be able to get together to wrap yeah. about some of this stuff. I'm going to tell you what, everybody in this room, everybody that's listening to it on the podcast and whatever, you're literally going to be done with this, and you're going to be like, wow, wow, this guy, this guy has done a lot of amazing, amazing things. You're going to be inspired. You're going to be motivated and everything else by the time we're done with it. Russ, what's going on, my brother? How you doing, man? Dude, that's a lot to live up to. I, I hope that I can carry that on my shoulders, man. <laughs> uh, you are a hype man of the century, brother. Hey, man, I try my best. I try yeah. my best. Like no, you said, this I'm, is long overdue. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, just to give everybody a real quick snapshot, we, uh, Russ and I met on TikTok a long time ago, years back, and, you know, we were just kind of up and coming, and, and I saw this guy with high energy, mohawks, and everything else, and I was like, wait a second, hold on, what's this guy stand for? What's this all about? And then we became friends throughout the years and everything else, so I really, really was looking forward to bringing him on board. That's kind of where we met with the socials and everything else, but, uh, you know, Russ, I'm so glad to have you here with us, and uh, we're going to get right into everything that you're doing and, and all that good stuff, so uh, uh, welcome aboard, my friend. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. And, um, you know, you've done so many things for our nonprofit and our community and so many times over. Don't let this guy play it down. Like uh, <laughs> if you think I'm a, I'm a I'm a nice guy, this guy over here is killing it. Um, so, uh, in fact, I think I think like the first real big thing you ever did for me, I was in a restaurant and you were like, hey, yep. is there a family there? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, you want to go pay for their meal and you like Venmoed me money so I could pay for their meal. It was like next level epic, man. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, through those avatars and everything else, I mean, listen, I always believe, I mean, when you look at the whole entire grand scheme of things, people have a really bad image of what social media looks like, right? You know, toxicity, all this other stuff that goes on. I believe that we could really use it for a lot of positive things and which we're going to get into all the things that you're doing. But I mean, social media, don't get me wrong. There's bad pockets. I, I, I like we, we have to filter and we have to sift through a lot of the noise, but if you can use it for something that's going to be able to give back or volunteer or do something for other people, why not exactly. use it for that purpose? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I tell people social media is like the salt of life. Uh, I have a chef friend and he always said, Russ, you know, salt is the magnifying glass of flavor, like whatever flavors in a meal, salt brings it out. It does. I mean, social media is the salt of life. Uh, whatever life is in someone, whether it's positive or negative or um, rambunctious or, you know, mild mannered, it's it's magnified times 10 on social media. And so why not try your best to be the best you can be and let social media magnify that, you know? I know. And, and you know, the other thing that I love about it, the other thing that I love about the social media aspect of it is, is when you build a community, which you have, the community is just absolutely incredible. The people that come out of the woodworks because you're doing good things and you're somebody that they're inspired by or they're motivated by. They're like, wait a minute. I want to be with whatever this guy or this girl is doing. I want to be a part of that. And it just builds a really tight knit community. And I know you've got a really good community that, that 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 comes into your lives and supports you and those kind of things. Can you tell me a little bit? I about am, that? Uh, yeah, man. So you you nailed it, man. Right? Like like this is what life is all about. Life is about human connection. Uh, it's about a conversation between you and me. It's about an interaction that affects somebody, whether it's in a positive or negative way. This is what life is about. It's about connecting. 
uh, now through social media and especially through TikTok. I think TikTok does a really good job of curating a community and like a, a, a wedge of, of content for you to be a part of. Right. Uh, or if you're building a community, it does a great job at funneling out to bring the right people into your community to make sure that you're growing properly. And my community is like none other. Uh, from the very, very beginning, literally from like day five, uh, people have been not just not just there, but like giving to our community, giving back to Little Bricks Charity, giving back to the children or families that we support and share stories of. Um, it's it is the as much as proud of Little Bricks Charity as I am. I am 10 times more proud of the Little Bricks Nation. Uh, it is, you know, it's one of the surprise factors, right? Like you go in expecting the ice cream sundae to be just absolutely delicious. And the toppings are like extraordinary and they make it even better, right? Like yeah. the Little Bricks Nation is the toppings on, on Little Bricks Charity. And they're the backbone on which I have built little bricks charity they're the backbone on which i rely upon um and if i'm being honest unfortunately you know i re have relied on them in the past um i feel a little too much sometimes mm. um you know it's in it's what way in what way um you know well one is is donations right um when we first came in i i had to have the community donate like that was it, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a want or a desire. It was a need. Right. And the community showed up. You were there, right? We raised like $45,000 in like three weeks to deliver Crazy. thousands and thousands of Lego sets all across the nation. Um, but as you know, and, and anyone out there listening, if you have a community, you have to realize that you can't keep tapping at that um, that keg, right? Like eventually right. it's going to run dry. Um, and I feel bad having to continually, you know, off ask for donations and, and, um, ask for help in that way. Um, and the cool thing about my community though, is they don't just give financially, right? Like they're right. there at all my shows. They're there. Um, when I have questions or ideas, you know, my community is my sounding board, not just live, right. but through friends like you, you know, like we yep. have each other's cell phone numbers now. And like, uh, I know, I know our circles run very tight knit. So yeah. I'm pretty sure you have the numbers of the same people. I have the numbers too. And, you know, it's. Well, I, I will talk about this. Though. I will, I will bring this up though real quick. Cause one of the things that you just said a second ago was, is tapping into the community to be able to fund or whatever. So, I do want to get into a little bit of what Little Bricks Charity is all about, right? For those folks that don't know about it, right? But but uh, but I want to start there for just a second because I want to readdress that for a second because I do believe that sometimes, sometimes, like we talked about earlier, we're going to change the world one action at a time, one positive action at a time, one thing that we can dig into, whether it's one positive action, whether it's one positive volunteer, whatever it is that we're doing, it takes it takes a lot to be able to do that, right? To continue to push forward. When people see a vision... And they see a vision that they're passionate about, especially with what you bring to the table with all of the things. One, helping kids. Two, community, uh, the community coming together, uh, you know, just really, really for a great cause. 
at the end of the day, people want to be a part of that. And if, if part of that is giving, it's okay. Listen, I, I, I almost say it's, it gives you permission to do so, but I do understand what you're saying about feeling bad about it. Cause you're like, Oh man, I, I don't want to ask them again, but you know what yeah. though? Continue to come back to it because they know you're doing amazing things and you've proven it. You've proven it with your actions, right? You're not one of those people that are just looking to rake some money and do what you got to do. You're putting all of this, these funds and this action and this energy into a great cause, right? So I think people yeah. want to be a part of that, you know? Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And every time I bring it up to my community, um, you know, they say the exact same thing. Russ, we want to be here. Russ, we want to give. Uh, you don't have to feel sorry for asking us. Um, but you know, it is my goal, my long-term goal to not have to ask the community to really right. more give, give back more and take less. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so this year has been the beginning of like, uh, with little Rick's charity, just kind of broadening our scopes and finding real ways, like ways that big nonprofits find money yeah. We're we're finally going after the big money. So not only can we do more of what Little Bricks Charity does, which I'm sure we'll go into, but, yeah. um, you know, also so I don't have to rely on the community and I can provide for the community instead. OK, so, all right. So I, I love this It's a good segue to get right into it. Let's just talk about here we are. Here we are. Everybody's hearing this term of Little Bricks Charity. Everybody sees it in the title. Everybody sees whatever it is. Explain to me right from the beginning, beginning stages of where you're at of when you're thinking to yourself, this is what I want to do. This is the the vision that I have and the things that I want to be able to bring to the table. Talk us through that a little bit because I want to talk about the iteration of where you started to where you are to where you want to go and those kind of things because this is it, it's in I find it so inspiring. So I want to be able to start off with that. Where How did this all begin for you? Yeah, you know, it's been a very natural progression and every single day I want something completely different for Little Bricks. Every single day, nothing changes or nothing stays the same, uh, which I love. So uh, it all began, though, um, as me wanting to show my daughter that you can give back. Um, yep. It happened almost four years ago, a little over four years ago now. Um, the it, Just before Christmas, a... Um, nonprofit over in the UK called Fairy Bricks had a delivery van broken into and over 2000 Lego sets were stolen from the delivery. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, I ran a Lego news show, a nightly Lego news show over on Facebook. And um, I did that with my daughter who was like three or four years old at the time. And it was just, it was so much fun. And the story came across my desk and my daughter said, dad, can we do something? And it was like this opportunity, right? Like right. opportunities are everywhere. Whatever they you want to do, there's opportunities. You just got to look for them, right? Mm -hmm. I saw that opportunity and I was like, you know what? I'm going to show my daughter that we can give back uh, and we're going to do it in a fun way. And her and my community at that time, I was known as brainy bricks back then. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so my my brainy brick nation, they um, came up with the idea of breaking the first world record for walking across Lego bricks barefoot. It's that one right over here, right by my ear. World and, records, um, baby, world records. World records. <laughs> and you know that changed my life, man. Literally, that one action of me just following that from beginning, from hey, this is a cool idea, to let's do this. Um, Following that train changed my life forever. Uh, I never expected 
to be where I am today, doing what I do for the people I do it for. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, as I, I broke the record, I, I was looking into what Fairy Bricks did. I was like, why are these guys giving Lego to hospitalized kids? Right. You know, why are they in the UK? Why, why don't we have some same questions when I first met you? I was like, what, what, what's the purpose of this? What, what, like, you know, why are they doing that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I found out, you know, Lego isn't just a cool toy. It's not just an awesome collector's item. It's not just my nostalgia and the nostalgia of, you know, how many millions of people in the world, um, it is an amazing tool on so many different levels, uh, but more especially, it's an amazing tool for hospitalized kids. You know, it raises their mental health by providing them an escape when they're in the hospital. Right. It uh, gives them an opportunity to, you know, create and to just be in that moment and, and not feel like a kid. Yeah. Be a kid again. Yep. Um, and you know, as we talk a little later, I'll explain, you know, throughout this journey, I continue to learn new things about this stuff. And it just everything that I learn makes makes it more and more um, a purpose for me. Um, and but yeah, after I found it out, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to break this or I'm going to take my world record. I'm going to write out some press releases and I'm going to show the world what Little Bricks Charity is. Yeah, uh, we'll launch it out. And about a week before I was going to send out the press release, Dude Perfect broke my world record. Ah, and, I did not know that. Oh, dude, it 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 was devastating. Oh. Um, like legit devastating. And I reached out to them so many times, their managers going, hey, look, is there any way we can get the world record back with you guys? This is why we took the record. This is what we're going to do with it. And I never got a reply back. I never did. Now I was going through some pretty generic channels, so we'll give them the credit they deserve. The benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, at that point, I was really worried. I was like, you know, I maybe maybe this isn't in the cards, right? Like maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. And I was so into Lego at that time. They have Lego conventions are all over the United States, right? I've seen them all. Great. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone who was like in my circle was going to Brickfest. And I was like, you know what? You're all going to be there. It'll be the first time I get to see everybody. Yeah, let's go. And I took my dad up with me. So it was my first Lego convention. I hadn't seen my dad in like a year. Mm. And it was my birthday. My birthday was that Saturday. The trifecta. (laughs) The trifecta, baby. And when we got there, um, the owner of Brickfest, uh, Chad, uh, who's an amazing man and who's continued to help Little Rick's charity. Um, they, he came up to me and he said, Hey man, we have Guinness here. We want you to take the world record back. Where are you up for it? And I was like, at the, yeah, fa- at the yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, man. It was powerful. I, I still get goosebumps. Woo! Uh, that is, that is meant to happen. Meant to exactly, happen. Man. Exactly. You know, it, people don't realize this to have Guinness come out. It costs almost uh, right around $15,000. Wow. Um, yeah, depending on all the little things you do with them. Um, so for them to foot the bill on that and for them to make all that happen, I, I never would have had, been able to have Guinness come out for that second world record. Right. Um, but I broke the world record and I took it as a sign. I was like, this is it, man. This. Oh, yeah, that's it. a sign. Yeah. And uh, so from that moment on, I went all in, man. And 
it was maybe a year later at that point it was just kind of like a hobby right like it was something i enjoyed doing i knew i wanted to do it the best i could for the people that we serve right for these kids and families yeah and about a year later covid happened um i hopped onto tiktok and um i had was working at canon at the time and they let me go uh, they let a bunch of people go through through covid right and um so i had a severance package i had tiktok which was new i was like screw it man i'm 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 a tiktok star <laughs> i had like 4000 followers on tiktok i was like this is it this is what i do for a living now and um you know, and I was like, I'm going to utilize TikTok to raise money for the nonprofit and share my story. Right. Uh, like and uh, it was it was phenomenal, man. TikTok changed the way we do everything. Um, and I obviously my severance package wasn't a lot um, from Canon. And just as that severance package was ending, Cannon came back to me and said, Hey man, we let the wrong person go. Do you want your job? Uh, back? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would love my job back. So I went back to Canon yep. um, for a short period of time. And, and then the real craziness on TikTok happened. You know, they always say like, put into the universe, whatever you want. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I was putting out there like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do for, for a living. Uh, this is how I'm going to like tell my story. And it sure enough, man, in uh, I posted three videos in one week, each video going to sending Lego to a different child, um, sending Lego to Jocelyn, a young girl named Jocelyn, yep. um, uh, uh, sending young uh, Lego to or telling the story of uh, uh, man of uh, Tessa and take your time, man. Take your time. Yeah, man. Also, uh, um tessa i remember tessa yeah man i cannot believe uh and and sending lego to an, another young child as well uh it's been a long day man yeah. <laughs> um and those videos went crazy like i i i like i said at the time i had maybe five or six thousand followers um and overnight i went to like ninety thousand followers wow um, and yeah, man. And it was, it was this moment where I saw the connections. Like I never seen the nonprofit in this way. Right. Like I I've always been on this side and never on that side, never with the family, never interacting. Um, and when we started interacting with these families through videos, sharing their stories, through Zoom, building with kids, yep. um, it really drove home what I'm doing, right? Like, I'm not delivering Lego. Right. I'm, I'm legit affecting a child and, and, and parents and nursing staff. Like, the ripples of what we're doing are massive, especially if we do them right. And... Uh, it was just this magical thing. And I felt it more and more and more and more every single day, every single day. And 
I was like, you know what? I'm quitting. I I I I have retirement. It's your calling. It's your calling. It's calling yeah. you to the mat to say this is what you're meant to do. Yeah. So I cashed out my retirement. I had 75 grand in retirement. Cashed it out early. Took a massive penalty, <laughs> and it gave me enough money for almost three years now. Um, and I've literally have been living off of that this whole entire time because I know where our nonprofit needs to be. And I'm like, I'm not going to impede that by taking a salary for as long as I can from little bricks. Right. And, uh, you know, from that moment on, man, my life has been the most amazing, the most gut wrenching, the most, exciting and tiring thing I've ever done in my life. We can see that. Like, so uh, I'm just going to give you from a perspective of a viewer. So I, here I am a content creator is one thing we create, we put stuff out, we do whatever, but a content absorber, somebody that's, that's consuming, right? I'm consuming. I'm on the consumer end of where you're at with that. So as you're going through and those videos that you put out there, we're giving uh, Legos back and doing the things from a, from a consumer's perspective, I was like, wow. Like, I'm like, okay, hold on. Like, this is different. This is different than anything else that I've seen. This is different than anything else that's there. Just like when I, uh, I always tell people, be careful with what you want to go viral with, right? Be careful with what you want to go viral with yeah. in any of these social medias, right? The good thing is, here's a couple things that I just pulled out from that conversation that you just had with me is one, you opened up your eyes and your ears and you were able to accept what was given to you to say, this is what is meant to happen. This is where I'm at. A lot of people let that stuff go by. They, 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 they get in the tunnel and they're like this and they're looking this way and they're looking through the, you know, whatever vision that they have to. And they miss all the signs that are thrown their yeah. way to say, this is what you're meant to do. And then they're like, oh, man, I wish that I had done that. So you're living through that that dream of yours, first of all. Second, the other thing is like when I did the tipping video where I, I, uh, I put the avatars out, I sold the avatars. I took that money and then gave it back. And during COVID, where your servers and your bartenders or whatever, where they lost pretty much lost all their income. And I would yeah. walk in with $500 to $1,000 and say, hey, listen, I just want to let you know you did a great job today, and here you are. Those videos were the same concept. I was like, wow, I grew exponentially because people are like, this is what I want to be a part of. It's something you're giving back and you're doing good things for other people. So I, being a friend of yours and a consumer of this, I see all those ranges of everything from the gut wrenching stuff to the happiness, to the elated stuff, to the exciting stuff, to the sad stuff. You know, when we lose kids or things like that, all these things that were there, it literally your gut wrench is our gut wrench. And we feel that. And I feel that I feel that that connection is pretty special when you know that you're in it together. Right. Even though I may not be in person with you, I can feel that. And I think that that's pretty amazing, Russ. I think that's something that you've tapped into that. I think a lot of people really love to be a part of and, and want to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, you nailed it. And I think you threw a few things in there that um, definitely call out a few things, you know, um, it is, it is unusual. I think to, at, at that point, I think it was very unusual to see real like change through social media, yes. um, like to actually see it happening. Um, I, I hate to say that I feel like being good and positive was a trend for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I feel like there, 
there, uh, there were a lot of people who were stopping in on the trend. And um, the thing about being positive and being upbeat and, and all of that is if you're not used to doing it on a regular basis, it's very tiring. It is insanely tiring. It's work. Um, It's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because everything around you wants you to be negative, right? So, like, you know, it it really is like this, um, like this continuous work, like you said, um, to try to stay positive. Um, So I, I feel like, it was the perfect time and and I'm not sh- like shaming anyone or anything. Like I, I feel like it did gr- a lot of good for a lot of good people. Um, but uh, I feel like it was the perfect time for me to do that um, because it, it literally just kind of amplified everything that, that we were trying to push out. Absolutely. Um, and uh, it's this weird double-edged sword though. Um, mm. You know, there's with social media, I'm, uh, there, there's a lot of hate that comes along with what I do as well. Um, I don't which, think, which is insane to me. Let's just be honest here. That's insane to me that that comes with that, but it, it's a yeah. reality. It's a reality. Yeah. A lot of people that just are like, they're like, Oh, this person's getting popular. They they're doing it for the wrong reasons. What they're making yeah. judgments. They're ca- uh, like, listen, I, I get the same thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just trying to be a positive influence and make change for the better. You know, I think it's really hard for people to believe that um, I am not putting on an act sometimes. Right. Um, because I am positive all the time. Like the I, I, a lot, the thing that I get every time someone meets me is they go, man, you really are this energetic in real life. Like you really do have this energy about you. And, um, you know, I think I think it's difficult for people to kind of believe that. Uh, and, but, but an act, they think it's an, it's an all act. I, I think a lot of people do like, they, they think I'm putting on an act. A lot of people would say that, you know, I'm doing the charity work as like publicity to push myself, um, where, and I would love for people to understand this a little more, you know, it's quite the opposite. I use myself to push the charity. Right. Right. Um, like, in the news, a charity giving something to a hospital is nothing. Like charities give stuff to hospitals every single day. Yep. But a world record holding TikTok creator who comes together with their community to help kids, like right. that's a story that everybody wants to tell. It's yeah. it's not that one little line. It's it's four amazing steps compiled on each other. And and I see how it can show up into some people's views that you know, it's, it's like this self-promotion because I, I do a lot of self-promotion. If you come into my live, what's up everybody. I'm Russell Kasbah, three-time Guinness world record holder for walking across Lego bricks barefoot. The second time I broke the world record, blah, 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 blah. And you hear that probably 40, 50 times in a live, um, because, um, I am trying to get my story out. Um, because little bricks charity is my story. Like we're so intertwined that, um, and, and coming from a creator aspect instead of from a charity aspect, it opens so many more doors for me just to have that opportunity to talk to people. Well, I, I love what you just said. Uh, so I think that there's something that anybody that's listening to this, that le- like legitimately, whether you're opening a business or whether you're trying to be able to do anything through social media, 
understand that there are pitfalls and there are things you have to overcome. And, and, and what, what, one of the things that I love that we're talking about here is both of us have experience in this space where you would never, ever think that you would get hate. You would never, ever think that people would come at you about certain things, but it's part of the game. It's part of where we're at with it. And so my, I guess my only advice for anybody that's thinking about going down the road, whether it's nonprofit or business or whatever, you're, you just want to try to be able to do a side hustle, whatever it is that's there, understand you will have to overcome some of these things, right? Yeah. So patience, uh, perseverance, fortitude, all those things are really, really important because we're humans. I'm not yeah. a robot. I, I have feelings. And when people come at me, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't understand that. You know what I mean? And uh, thank God I have a, a, an absolute wonder woman of a wife of 23 years that will look at me and say, listen, you can't, you can't worry about that. You have to yeah. worry about the fact that you are doing positive things and and you're moving momentum and you're moving rocks to be able to move this thing forward. So, of course, I have her like that. But I, I, I share that with everybody because this is a prime example of Russ, who's literally doing something for children, do, uh, raising funds and, and giving Legos back to the kids and doing everything that we have to do where he's going across the country to be able to do all these different things that he's doing. And he still catches hell from people that want to just give it to them. And, and, and at the end of the day, listen, you got to have some thick skin sometimes, but you got to be able to brush it off and keep on moving things forward. Cause you're doing great things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I've, I've always had, um, the mind, well, my, my grandfather's always told me, you know, son, you need to be a well-oiled duck. And what he meant by that is like a duck, it's waterproof, right? They duck yeah. under the water. They come up. Water just beads off their back. You have to let those things just kind of beat up and roll off your back. You can't think about them. Um, the only way that I get through them is uh, I, I block and delete. Like, I mean, literally, like, I don't even respond to them. I don't give you a second chance. I to used to. I don't anymore. I don't need You know, and um, the number of comments uh, a week that I delete that people don't get to see um is atrocious uh the number is very high but the crazy thing is or the, you know the way that i kind of look at that is most of these people aren't they don't mean what they're saying right most of them are just trolls most of them are people who have something really rough in their own life going on they, they see something crazy and positive going on and they're like ah screw this you know misery loves company um and so you know and I it's easier it. being negative, like we just talked about a minute oh, ago. Wait, yeah, exactly. It's so much easier to be a call yeah. on somebody, but it's really hard to live in the positive space. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I like I said, I just um, I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and assume that you're just having a really shitty day, right? And um, I appreciate that, and I hope you have a crappy day somewhere else, and <laughs> I hope tomorrow's a better day, right? Um, so. But, you know, the, the number of trolls that come through, the number of negative comments are totally outweighed by all this positivity that we have in our community. Right. Um, and, and the impact and, that you're having. Yeah. And, and it really is like one of the things that I've, I've relied so much on. One of the things that I hope one day I don't have to on my community is to refill me up, man. Like, you know, their positive comments, their words of encouragement in the videos and things like that. I read those and man, I, I can read one of those and it outweighs 50 horrible comments, you know? Right. Um, so 
it really comes down to building a community, having people around you that you trust and, um, you know, just let it all roll away. Right. So, I mean, it's easier said than done. I know I had a conversation the other day with my 18 year old kid, right? He's, uh, he's just coming into his own. He just graduated and he's figuring things out or whatever. And, and, uh, he was bullied a lot when he was in school and, and there was a lot of stuff that had gone on. So he had a lot of mental health stuff going on, right? A lot of depression, anxiety and stuff like that. So we had the conversation and it was interesting because I had very, very similar advice that what your, I think you said your grandfather gave to you about being a duck, right? I, what I told him was, I said, I can easily tell you to let it all brush off and let it all just beat up on water and do what you got to do. I said, but you have to find the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing to be able to really have that mental fortitude to be able to do that. Right. So if you're just saying here I am, I'm good to go. But if you're passionate and you're really, you're grounded, you're grounded in the fact of, okay, this means more to me than all that other stuff. Right. So you're going to say what you're going to say. bounce off. So what I told my son was, I said, um, holding grudges is not healthy anyway. Just like really, it's just not worth your time. It's not worth your energy. But I also understand from an 18 year old perspective, I was 18. I was like, come on, let's go. You know, that kind of yeah, stuff. Man. So for me, I'm like, okay, I understand the feelings that you have, but that whole mentality of finding purpose and finding something that you're really trying to be able to, this is something you really want to do. It doesn't matter what people say. You're doing what you want to do to change the world or do whatever you have to do. Focus on that and lean in on that stuff because if it matters enough to you, nothing else is going to matter outside of you, right? Just whoop, whoop, rush them off. Yeah. Got to go. You know what I mean? You know, it's something I never really thought about, but I, you're 100% correct. You know, every time that I, I get depressed um, because as positive of a person as I am, you know, every, everything's balanced out. Like if I oh, yeah. throw this much positivity in, eventually there's got to be a little negative that creeps in. And so when I, I get truly depressed, it is, um, you know, the mission, it is the community that kind of bring me out of that. You're absolutely right. Uh, that's a great point, man. Thanks, man. Well, yeah, the other thing you just said a minute ago, though, is when you're living in that positive space and you're given and you're given and you're given and you're given, what happens a lot of times if you don't refill that bucket, if you don't refill that cup, guess what happens? You're just pulling out of that bucket. And next thing you know, you got an empty pan. Yeah. And you're yeah, like, man. oh, my God, I'm I'm so down in the dumps right now because I, I haven't filled it. So by you doing what you do with the kids, with the community, with everything, those are nice ways to be able to just keep on throwing yeah. stuff into that bucket to fill that thing up. You know what I mean? So that keeps you driven and moving, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Every time... Uh, you know, we, we kind of, I kind of have this cycle of, of activity where, uh, I, I fundraise for a while, then we deliver Lego. And so like, usually there's like a three to four week period between Lego deliveries. And, um, I always find that just before delivery time, I'm in need of the delivery. Yep. Like it is just as therapeutic for myself as it is for the staff and the children. And I think that's why, everyone enjoys us coming because I enjoy being there, you know, like, like this is my like work vacation, essentially. Like this is the thing I, you know, this is the, the cake, the dessert at the end of the meal. Right. Um, so, but you know, it, it is one of those things where it, it was, it was a big thing for me and I, I haven't talked about this ever. Um, but you know, it, uh, there was a, a point where 
I, I had to change my content and, and I hated to change my content, you know, for a long time, I was doing those videos where we were sharing kids stories. We were um, connecting with these families in a way that was very personal um, on and off camera, you know, right. becoming friends and, and even more uh, and, and like uncles and family. And um, and then we lost so many amazing kids right and dude it it was like uh you know your heart after another after another and uh it took so much out of me because every time a child passed away it was like a niece or a nephew you know and it at one point it was like three kids in a month um and it got so bad that I legitimately was like depressed. I was putting on this face for, for little bricks, charity guy for videos and crying myself to sleep uh, because the just pain in my heart and just questioning everything that was going on. You know, why are these kids being targeted? And it was my community that helped me kind of pull myself out. I had to modify my content a little bit just because yeah. of the emotional connection that I was building with all of these families. Um, and on, on such a consistent basis, right. you know, we still build those connections. It's just, it's just a, a little less frequent. Um, right. on, on purpose. I think I was going to say you have to for your own mental health, for your own, yeah, your yeah. own well-being. I mean, I, I, everybody in this whole entire podcast that listens to me right now knows that I'm a very, very huge advocate for uh, therapy, for for going to get help and, and doing the things you have to do. What that sounds like to me, Russ, I'm no, I'm no clinician. I don't know a lot about the psychology aspect of things, but I work yeah. a lot with veterans and I work a lot with uh, police and I, I have oh, a lot absolutely. of conversations. And the thing about it is they all suffer from things, as we all know, PTSD. Yes, yeah. So for you, you put your heart and your soul in something. You're an empath. I could feel that. I know that. You, yeah. You're an empath. You feel feelings, and you're yeah. right there with them, and you're with the families, and you're with everything. And when you have something like that, where you build something so strong, and then we lose a child, not only is it unfortunate that we lost a child, and not only is it unfortunate that we don't have the ability to be able to cure childhood cancer or those kind of things or whatever across the board we're working on it but it's just not there yet but for you you're an empath and you wear that and that hurts and all multiples of those causes that ptsd to be in the fact of oh man one on one i do it for a reason i love what i do but on the same token i don't know how much more i could take of that you know what i mean it's just it's tough man and and you should be proud of the fact that you were able to lean in on your community to be able to say, okay, I, I need to change some things up a little bit and to have them accept that, to be honest with you, right? I mean, right. really, because they all know. Everybody saw a little bit of a change and they see different things that are going on and and wherever it's at with it, but they still support you because they know your heart's in the right place and you're doing the right things, you know? Yeah, it was amazing. When we made that change, I did lose a chunk of my community. Uh, yeah. People were like, Russ, you know, you the content isn't the same. Right. Um, and rightfully so it, 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 it isn't quite the same as it was before. I think it's just as entertaining um, and just as helpful for everything. It's just done in a slightly different way. Um, and we lost a lot of people, but the people who stayed 
were diehard, right? They right. they were there for me, um, not just for the content. And and if they weren't there for the reason, Russ, let me be honest with you, they yeah. you didn't right. need them to be there. Not like like uh, right. they were there for um, maybe a different reason, or maybe or maybe they'll come back. Maybe they'll that's, be like, that's you know, exactly. It. <laughs> that's what I say every every time we start talking about it in our community is I'm like, you know, I know there's some of our old communities not here right now. Um, you know, I've got a couple people who were moderators. They're still moderators. They'll always be moderators because I know one day they'll they'll come back and, and want to be a part of what we're doing right. again. Um, and that's for everybody, you know. Um, so but it 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 really. How, how do I say this? It uh, it was one of those things where I had to change my viewpoint on it. Right. Yeah. Like. Every time a child passes away within our community now, it still hurts just as bad. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I use that as this like driving force to keep me motivated, to keep me working 14 hours a day <laughs> um, to get more Lego out. Because who's to say that one of the kids who is about to receive Lego from me isn't one of those kids who is also about to take a turn for the worse, right? Right. If I slack on my job, I miss a child. I miss affecting the life of someone whose days are far fewer and far more substantial, right? Um, and that's that's actually one of the things I love about what I do is like, you know, I know Lego would be great for veterans. I know that. Oh yeah, um, and I I've seen it firsthand, and the military community is really close to my heart. I've held government contracts my whole entire life, and have worked hand in hand with these men and women. And and you live but, near a lot of them down there, a lot of military all over the oh, place. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I'm mean, literally between three military bases here. But <laughs> I focus on these kids because, literally, man. A day, if I affect the life of a child who's here for five years and you're here for 40, every one of those days is worth eight times more than the 40 that you've lived so far. Right. Uh, so if I can help them for one day, it's like helping you for two weeks, right? Um, and I think, you know, it really has given me this perspective that I never would have had if I hadn't connected with the community and continue to connect with the community. And, you know, the beautiful thing about all of this is it, it taught me so much and it has allowed me to not just modify my life and my personal content, but also the way the charity works um, to, help these families when they really need it to be there for the hospitals beyond our drop off and, and so, so much more. So, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, this trip has been so amazing. I have so many amazing friends who are part of the medically complex family and who are also part of TikTok. Um, you know, I am literally living a dream. Uh, right. It's phenomenal. And we, and we feel that. All of us feel that. I think that we are, we're in a place. So listen, we're only on this earth for a short amount of time, brother, right? We're yeah. only on the earth for the short amount of time. And like I know you said, the 40 years comparatively to a five or a four or things like that, which is so, so vital and important. But every, every person matters and every child matters and every 
family matters and every parent matters. And what I feel from you is, is I feel a sense of duty, a sense of this is what I have to do for these families, whether they even know it, like, you know what I mean? Whether they yeah. even know what's going on around them at that moment in time, because as, as we all know, when parents are in that zone of trying to help their kids or whatever else, they're just fixated on, I need to make sure my kid gets better or whatever else. And all these things are going on, but the impact that you're making Every single day that you're working on it, whether it's that 14 hour day that you're doing it or whether it's going to bed exhausted and emotional or lost another kid or, or those kind of things. And, uh, you know, you wear your heart on your sleeve and that's OK, though, Russ, because that makes you who you are. And I love yeah. that about you because I feel as if we are looking at somebody that really is truly passionate about something. And if you're not inspired by the fact of somebody that is so heartfelt and so in the zone of trying to be able to do make impacts with these kids and these families. I don't know what you're looking at. You're living under a rock guys, because I look at somebody that is passionate, emotional and ready to go and take down, tear down walls and do whatever he has to do to be able to try to at least set them up for success. Even if it's just for that one moment of happiness, even if it's just for that one moment of, Oh my goodness, I feel like a kid again. And I'm putting this Lego set together. Hey, mom, hey, dad, look at this. And they're like right there going, wow. You know what I mean? That one yeah. moment just is a release for them. You're making that happen, my friend. And I think that you should, I understand that it could be difficult. And I know you're living your dream, but you're meant to do this. And you're listening to those signs. And I think that this is pretty amazing to me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I've always been a very emotional person. Like I, I, like you said, man, I wear my heart on my sleeve and um, I worked in the corporate world for a very long time. And everyone was like, Russ, you got to control this man. Like this, <laughs> like in the middle of a meeting, you're so passionate about something you're tearing up. Yep. And, um, and I never gave into that. Right. Like never. And uh, it took because me it leaving. Yourself. You're not being you. Yeah, exactly. It, it took me leaving that atmosphere to come into an atmosphere where I can be myself, you know? Right. And the way I explain it is like, we all have this passion meter in us, right? Like mine is filled to the brink already. And so when I have emotions, there's just nowhere for it to go down. It right. just comes out. Right. Um, and you know, like you said, it, it, I, I, the empath thing, I, I really do feel like that's, it has to be a thing because I talk to somebody and, and I do, man, like it's you feel them. You feel I that you're part of that. To. <laughs> like, oh. uh, like, I know that sounds rude, but oh, like, I, I would love to go a day without feeling the way other people feel. That would be amazing. Uh, it would be It'd be like sleeping all day. Really, that's the only way I think I could go through that. But if you weren't uh, that way, Russ, if you weren't that way, that community uh, that you're talking about would be like, absolutely. it wouldn't be as loyal. They'd be like, I, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no. <laughs> and when I say it would be great to have a day, I, know. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice to have a break, right? Right. Like, um, it is who I am. It's what has made me who I am. And it has made me interact with people the way I do. Um, the the thing that I love about it is it keeps me like honest, right? Like there's, if I'm mad, I'm, I'm mad, man. If I'm, if I'm, you know, emotional or sad or happy, um, all of those things show on my face. Uh, I do not have a poker face, never played poker and won because, you know, I, I'm so excited for a full house. You're like, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I I am a walking tell, as yeah. as my friends have said in the past. But it's it's um, you know, it it, it is. It's one of these things where I, I feel like it allows it has allowed me to connect with people and for people, uh, you know, especially through TikTok. TikTok's very visual, right? So uh, if you see someone who's passionate, like you can see the passion in someone talking about something. You can see the emotion when something's going on on TikTok. And uh, so I think it's just it's just made made it very easy or much easier for me to express myself. And, and I also think that with the visual side of it, you can also sense or you can also see authenticity. You can also see if somebody is re- like I can anyway, maybe it's just kind of a good yeah. read, but I can watch somebody and go, okay, you know what, I, I, whatever they're presenting or those kind of things, you can usually do visuals wise. If you just hear stuff or you read stuff, you don't know, you don't really know. But when I, when I'm connection and I'm looking at you and I'm like, okay, feels this way. He's right there about this. But then I see the authentic side of it. I see the, the tears or I see the, 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 the happiness or, or the, how much you love your own kid. Yeah. Like all these things where you're all over the place. I love it. I love everything about it and I can't get enough of it. And so I feel that TikTok does that for us. But if you were to say, only because we're going to be coming up on the end of the clock here for us on the end of this one. What if you were to say out of all the things we just talked about? So world record holder, a oh. guy that is uh, leans on his community, but also through sponsorships and different things you're working with and everything else to be able to bring to the table, to be able to you know raise funds, to be able to buy more Legos, to be able to deliver. Where do you see yourself in about five years, Russ? What, what, what would be your vision of where you want to be and what you want to do? Um, legitimately within the next five years, we'll break $10 million. I have no doubt about that. Um, in donations, uh, and I, through a number of things that I'm working on, a number of projects that we have going on, both with Little Brick Charity and kind of tied to Little Brick Charity, um, you're going to see us change the world in, in new ways, in ways that people didn't think was possible. Um, and I hate to be ominous and not go in further, I get uh, it. but, uh, yeah, we're working on some really cool things. So, um, 10,000 kids next year, we're, we're delivering Lego to 10,000 kids next year, hands down. Uh, and by year five, I'm hoping we'll be at at least, I don't know, 80 or 90,000 kids a year. Uh, that's my my goal for five years. I think that's very doable. And to be honest, we may even break that. Um, uh, so we're uh, we got some awesome things coming in the pipes. I can't wait to see all of it. And and the other thing about it is is that mediums like this or forums like this or people that have never really even seen your content or the things about it, I really do feel is so important, right? For that outreach. Some so important to be able to say, Hey, here I am. This is where I'm at with it. If you're passionate about it, come on board. Let's let's do this together and and yes. those kind of things. And like I said before, when you're building community and you're building a base of people that are in tune with you, right? Like if if you're anybody in the world that has any compassion or any heart whatsoever, and you're not compassionate about the fact that we need to help our kids that are out there at Dana-Farber or different children's hospitals or whatever else that we have that are out there, St. Jude's and whatever else, at the end of the day, these kids, they're kids, they're just kids, yeah. and they just we just want them to be healthy and live, even if it's a, 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 a I hate to say a short life, even if it's a short life, we want them to experience 
fun and youth and exuberance and those kind of things instead of always needles in the arms and chemotherapy and all these things that just really beats these kids down. You're a ray of light for those kids, and I love everything about that, and you inspire me to know that I know I work a lot with veterans and stuff like that, but ever since I started hanging out with you, I personally have done a lot with children's hospitals or different stuff like that, just from whether it's fundraising or anything like that, right? Just to be able to give back or volunteer or do whatever I can, because I feel like it's so important. And I feel like it's not forgotten because all everybody loves kids, but at the end of the day, they need help. You know what I mean? We need to be able to not only help them, but also help to donate or give back to the hospitals and the foundations to be able to make sure that we're trying to be able to come up with these cures for these kids. There's no reason we should lose a kid at five years old to cancer. There shouldn't be any, there should be no reason for that. Yeah, not at all, man. Um, yeah. And it is, uh, it's been a pleasure just doing what we've done so far. And I, like I said, I know where we're going is going to be so much better. Um, and, you know, social media. I know this. We've talked more, I think, about our social media side of things and what we're carrying today. Um, but uh, maybe but it's a part of your fabric. It's who you are. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. has it has definitely become it. And um, but you know, maybe next time we'll we'll continue on and, and talk about um, what we've done or what we're getting ready to do with Little Bricks because um, it is truly amazing. And the people, you know, like I said, the Little Bricks Nation is the only reason I get to do this and. So if any of you see me in public, please come up and say hello. Uh, it, it recharges my batteries so quick when I get to meet you guys. The one thing I do want to say real quick uh, is uh, so I know that I've been on many of your lives and I've seen you doing the different color hair and the yeah. different mohawks. Can you just explain that a little bit? So this man right here, think about it, right? Mohawks, like back in the 80s when I was growing up, and mohawks were, the, were it, dude. They were like the style, dude. It was, yeah. And then mohawks kind of went away. But this, here's this guy on TikTok just getting all crazy and wild with pink and purple and blue. Tell us yeah. a little bit about why you color your Mohawks different colors. I, I just, I, I have to ask that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you an amuse bouche. And yeah. uh, I think Shano and I are going to have to do a part two and uh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll go into that in the charity. And, and but you know, the short of it is um, an amazing young girl who we lost in our community. Tessa had this epic little faux hawk. And to help her family out, we started the hashtag Fohawks for Tessa. And I shaved a mohawk in my head. And so did a lot of other people when we did the Fohawks for Tessa hashtag. And um, the following month, I dyed it a new color for childhood cancer. And then the month after that, another person said, can you do it for this color? And it just kind of became this thing um this amazing way to kind of bring awareness to what the kids who we're helping go through um and it it, it's been over two years now it's crazy to think that um (laughs) my wife is finally getting used to me having it um no she probably never will really get used to it (laughs) she's the one who shaves it to get it perfect because i can't afford a i don't have any money so i can't afford a barber you know so she's like, do I have to shave it again? <laughs> hey, every time I go, hey, honey, she's like, ah, yeah, break out the razor. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, man. So, uh, but yeah, so there's a lot more in depth on that. Um, we've done yeah. a lot of things with the Mohawk and there, there really is a reason why I've kept it. And I, I love would say it. If you guys want to find out 
subscribe to my man Shano here over at Coffee Talk, and uh, you'll hear part two. I love it, man. I can't wait to have you in for a part two because it's definitely going to need to be a part two, not only with the fact that I want to be able to get into a lot of the Little Bricks charity piece of it because this is more the framework around it, right? The social aspect of yeah. it, getting eyes on it and stuff like that. But on the uh, on the other on the other side of everything is the important, real, true work you've done, and maybe talk about what, how far you've already taken it, and where you've been, and how many Legos you've delivered, and all those things. It's really important. So there will be a part two, guys. I've loved this interview, Russ. I am so appreciative that you've stepped in here. It's hard to lock you down, buddy. You're a busy, busy man. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right, man. It's all right because you know what you're doing. You're doing things to change lives, and I, if you're doing that, and I'm like, okay, got to try to lock them down when i can i'm good with that yeah I'm, with it. <laughs> I'm literally i'm planning seven events in the next six weeks and it's like my head is everywhere right now so <laughs> um but uh yeah thank you so much for having me on man this is awesome i appreciate you russ hey guys if uh I, what i'll do in the body of the podcast itself i will put down some information his handles on tiktok his handles on facebook and other ways you might be able to reach. Also, I'll put a link in there of how to be able to donate to Little Bricks Charity to be able to continue things moving forward, to be able to raise some more money and help this man out to be able to change these children's lives one life and one Lego at a time. It's going to be great to see the progression of where you go. We're going to be a part of it, and I'm going to be able to let everybody know that. But, Russ, thank you so much for being here tonight. I appreciate you. I uh, appreciate you too, brother. Okay, man.